0: Calm down with Erin and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. We're good to go. You want to hit it?
1: Hit it and quit it. Whoa, this is the dad's episode. Don't say that. Don't say it. My dad's heard it all, to be honest. Uh, he, you know what, sister? Well, let's get a let's get a table for four. Reservation under. Been there, done that. Hi, everybody. Drrr. This is another episode of the Calm Down Podcast. She's Aaron. I'm Carissa, and this is a very special episode. Aaron, you want to tell our listeners and viewers why? Well, our Clarks are coming
0: on mm. this. First of all, two things. Dry mouth. Got the mouth guard in, so don't mind me. But um, the You're other so one, yeah, our Clark Griswolds are coming in. What do you call your dad? I call my dad Clark
1: Griswold. What about you? He, I don't know why Scott. when this... Yeah, my dad's name's Scott, but he goes by Scott. Scotty at or used to at work he's recently retired which is why he had to come on later today because he had a golf lesson this guy I love looking that. to join the senior tour apparently um <laughs> it's never too late Scott reach for your dreams pal I'm here for you Aww. um but I he he always texts me and ends text with daddy O." we should ask him why because I didn't oh. grow up calling him daddy so I have no idea what that's about but Of cute, and I'm writing that down, Daddy. Oh, yeah, I don't know the inception of it, but yeah, I'm really excited. You know, I anyone that knows us knows how much we love our fathers, and um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just one of those people that you know, with Father's Day coming up this Sunday, we thought to ourselves. Why not bring them on the podcast? And I actually, you know, we'll get into our weekends as we always do with each other. But um, I actually got to spend time with my mother this weekend. And I, I, I was like, that. is dad cool with like coming on the podcast? She goes, oh, he's so excited. Now, of course, he won't admit that he'll act cool when he comes on. But yeah, my, Kathy was in town. So as we have begin, but began, be gone be gone, um, to do on this podcast, talking about our highs and the lows. So that was definitely my high, was spending some quality time with Kathy. She came to town. We went up to the lake house. Did you guys drink? Of course. Together? Of course we did. Lots of wine was consumed, a copious amount, but Mm -hmm. it was really nice. I always take my dad to the Masters, and then my mom and I do a fun little gals getaway. We went to Napa last year, and so... We just hung out at the lake and it was really nice. And it makes me miss them. You know, how old were you when you moved away from home?
0: um well college one and then for like i went back home after college i moved in with my parents to cover the tampa bay lightning and lived with them but basically i was on the road you know all the time with the team but hey save money live with my mom and dad it was perfect
1: i'm not mad at any of that and
0: then so after that i moved away to go to atlanta so man maybe 2000s yeah Uh, i I left when i was 18 2002 oh wow
1: Yeah. I came back for three months because I couldn't transfer to Santa Barbara until like whatever. And so I went home and that's when I worked at the Cheesecake Factory. But the point is, is once I left home, I really didn't ever go back. And my parents, you know, living in Seattle, I don't get to see them a whole lot. So Mm -hmm. it's nice to spend the quality time. So that was my high. What was your high this week, doll? What was my high? I
0: think my high was what I saw on Instagram today, our friend and a guy we covered in the NFL Mm -hmm. and our teammate. Greg Olson and his son, my God, getting discharged from the hospital. Mm. The family got to ring the bell. Of course, don't know if you've been living under a rock and not following that story, but Greg Olson... His son TJ has been, um, I don't know the, the word. Was he born with half a heart? I know that they have the half a heart foundation, but yeah. basically he went into heart failure last month. And I think he, what I heard from our bosses at Fox is they always thought he was going to need a heart transplant. They just didn't know it was going to be at the age of eight years old. Mm-hmm. And he got one and he's getting out of the hospital. And Greg has documented the journey. So you could check out all of those on Instagram. And they you suggested I do that anyways, you're like, Hey, if you're having a bad day, go to that positivity. And just the things that he was saying about his eight-year-old son, like he never felt sorry for himself. That kid looks so healthy. It's hard to believe how sick he was. And mm-hmm. I'm just so overjoyed for the Olson family. God love them.
1: Yeah. that's a, uh, Well, that's incredible. And I, you know, concur with everything you said. That is a high this week, next week and the week after. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, a post that I lost it on and like, will yeah. just tear up even thinking about is that some Somebody's family didn't, didn't have a great week because of Greg's high. It was somebody else's low. Of course, the heart transplant meant that somebody else lost their child. And of course, I can't even begin to imagine um, the pain that came with Mm -hmm. that. I, you know, you know, very well documented. My niece had a brain tumor, was diagnosed with a brain tumor when she was six years old. And man, it's different being in that pediatric ICU. Uh, It's, awful when anyone is sick. But when kids or animals get sick, there's something about that that just makes me, and I'm sure anyone that has an ounce of a heart or a soul, they're helpless, you know? And it just breaks my heart. But I'm so happy for Greg and his family. And it also Mm -hmm. speaks to the kind of person that Greg is to be able to acknowledge that somebody else wasn't as lucky. But, um, yeah. you know, the, as we always lean into is that the the bigger plan is um, something we don't know. So celebrating those yeah. victories with, um, as you mentioned, he's now our teammate over at Fox, so... Big shout out to him. Um, you know, I, I don't even know if I had a low. Did you have a low this week? I, I feel like. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's
0: it's very petty, my low. So I had to go away this week. It was very exciting to start working again. Here comes the list. These things are going to come out in no time. Yeah, I'm really um, proud of you for I, keeping
1: them in as, as often as you do. Yeah.
0: I can't. So anyways, I had to travel to Atlanta for, uh, you know, an assignment, not an assignment, but a kind of an advertising thing I had to do. And I have a mother of a cystic zit coming in right now. So one great thing is you can wear a mask and you can wear those zit patches without people seeing them.
1: Nice. Here's the list.
0: And so I wore one on the four and a half hour flight. Good. Then I went to sleep in one. It ate through my skin. So now I have a circle of raw skin from from the patch. So congrats! That, I think is a low right now. Thank you. I mean, look,
1: I love a salicy- salicylic acid. Easy for you to say. You try to say yeah. salicylic acid right now with those in. Leave them leave them in. Try to say salicylic I can't. acid. acid salicylic acid salicylic acid <laughs> i'm taking these dirt bags right now uh there's two things while you do your uh surgery yeah. your oral surgery i can't believe you've never had braces you have like the most beautiful smile i had it all <sighs> and i still need that retainer on the bottom but independent of that i love me something i know i'm i'm that person and i know you're the same way if that product isn't burning on my skin that shit doesn't work i do
0: too but Not the around area, because that's what gets so red. And I just stood upstairs and was like, you know, peeling it off with a tweezer. And then you get the other raw area. I'm supposed to go to dinner tonight. And then I'm going to get foundation. With your other friends? Are you going to dinner
1: with your other friends again? God damn it. I am.
0: My other friends go out and they make plans. I mean, uh, Beverly Hills is open.
1: Beverly Hills, what up? Nice. You know what? That's a movie you haven't seen or watched together, Troop Beverly Hills. My dad knows
0: that movie. Oh my, my dad god! Knows
1: it. I can't wait. That's actually another thing we need to talk about our, to, uh, with our pops because, uh, what? I mean, I'm running down. Well, our affinity for Christmas vacation, hence the why you know uh-huh. the clerks in our lives. So we got to talk to them about that. Yeah. There's so many movie lines. Actually, did your dad ever make you like? Did he? When you guys were listening to music in the car, was he ever like, oh, this is what this song means or this is what that means? Like, were you guys music people?
0: Yeah, well, my dad's huge into the Beatles. Like he's obsessed into the Beatles. He loves like everything. We actually went to Paul McCartney together two Cute. years ago before the world shut down. And that was really fun Aww. at uh where was Paul McCartney? Was it Dodger Stadium? So great. We had a time. Um, I was a real dick to my dad about the Beatles because I used to say new kids on the block were like way better. And I my dad one time, I like called John Lennon a really bad word, and my dad put soap in my mouth. Oh and my then you know God. the move that he did. I didn't suck on it. So all this spit was coming down on my face. My dad took
1: it out and scraped my two front teeth with the soap and now you're a wearing move. a retainer are those teeth real yeah. no wonder they're so <laughs> perfect um give peace a chance by the way what are well, you doing apparently Yoko Ono would not have been a fan of
0: mine so whatever
1: no she wouldn't I'll tell you where she is though she's in my guest bathroom a picture of her and John I bought these prints I was I oh. like my dad also loved the Beatles and I I Opposite of you, I had a great appreciation for John Lennon. In fact, I went and visited his apartment in New York oh, because cool. I wanted to see the whole. I mean, it's also tragic that he was shot right outside of yeah. his apartment, but yeah. I have a picture. It was the last photo shoot that they did, John and Yoko, and it's in this bedroom and like it's very sexy. Anyway, it's in the guest bathroom if you're ever over. Which you need to come over. It's been a while. Oh, you're too busy with your other friends. I know. Oh,
0: Oh, my other friends. Yeah. Here we go. Hey.
1: Also, are we so excited? The world is returning. California, no mask starting June fifteenth. I know you're weird about it. You're not ready. I'm fully ready. I am out there. I'm like moonwalking that I don't have to wear a mask anywhere.
0: I was on a plane yesterday and the day before, and I'm glad they're still enforcing the mask situation. I. We'll see, I don't know. For days like this, when I have a planet growing on my chin, I really like the mask. I got to be honest. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Your anus.
0: Whoa. <laughs> and my, this... bad br- my bad breath phobia, too. I'm just saying. Like, I, I really, really liked the whole mask thing sometimes.
1: You're the person that always has Listerine or something with you. So why? Yes. Is it because of your phobia? You're worried about it?
0: Probably. Now with these things in my mouth, they don't help either. God. Do you? Anywho. Uh,
1: how do you clean those at night?
0: oh i clean those like three times a day i have a breath phobia i scrub them with whitening stuff mm.
1: have you have you white if you tell me you've never whitened your teeth now i'm gonna be really pissed off
0: Mm-mm, just Good with crest it. um 3d which yeah. by the way i love an
1: endorsement or free product yeah i mean hell i'll take the 2d 1d i mean mm. anything with the crest strip <laughs> at that point <laughs> um, <Triple D. laughs> well that's something that i'll never have you know what i mean um, all right. Well, I am very excited. There's no point in just you know, dads delaying the inevitable. Let the stars shine. We'll be back with, uh, with Aaron's father first coming up after the break, Stevo.
0: Guys, everyone loves a win. Even if it's small, I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the nice. drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my
1: closet. Purging, organizing. What about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, Hey, Carissa Thompson here for ProPlan Sport, advanced nutrition for active dogs like ours. I love getting active with my dogs, Willis and Daisy. So whether we're on one of our daily runs together or exploring down at my ranch, I count on them to keep up with me. That's where ProPlan Sport comes in. ProPlan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on a run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dogs need to keep pushing you every step of the way. ProPlan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. Hi. We're here. Hey. Can you see us? No. Okay.
0: Yeah. I don't think you, you need to. Me? We okay. can see you. You, you look you handsome. Look I like that, that blue camera. Shirt. Yeah. You're fine.
2: Okay. I'm uh putting more light on the subject here. Is that any better?
0: Shine a little not light. Really, but it's okay. 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 Thank, Thank you for doing this.
2: Of course. Of
0: course. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Sure. What did you do today?
2: What did I do today? Um, Gosh, not much of all. Not much of anything at all. Um... I went to Kojax with Keith, Kate, and uh, had some lunch. Caught up. He's uh, for Carissa's house. He's the anchor at the station I retired from, and I really haven't talked to Keith or seen Keith since, gosh, well February, you know, of yeah. uh, 2020 when mm-hmm. you know, I got sick, and then uh, I saw him very briefly at the retirement thing when we said goodbye. But we were all wearing face masks and stuff. So it was kind of impersonal.
0: Well, thanks for doing this, Dad. Um, sure. We have a lot of questions for you. It's our Father's Day edition. And I was asking Carissa what she calls her dad. And she says, Scotty, we call you Clark. Yeah. So you, uh, yeah, I, I'm i excited to do this. Carissa, I'll let you uh, start off the questionnaire here. Well,
1: Steve, you know, first of all, you know the love that I have for your daughter And how appreciative I am that you brought her into this world. My father always said, I brought you into this world. I can take you out of it. So that's how I was raised. Um, your, your hand is much softer with Aaron and so sweet. And you've been so sweet to me in my um, you know life, even from afar. So I just wanted to, I'd be remiss if I didn't say thank you for always being so sweet and kind to me as well. And, you know, when we were talking about Father's Day, we're like, there's no way we can't have our, our pops on. So, you know, throughout this podcast, even in its infancy, Steve, we've talked about the stories and how you guys have impacted us. And one story that stood out in particular, as there are many, Um, with you and Aaron is the sweet relationship you guys have while she's actually working and the texts that you guys send back and forth. So we've heard Aaron's account of this. I want you to set up the stage for us as only you can uh, and how this all goes down during a game. Let's pretend it's the NFC championship in Lambeau. Once again, Green Bay Packers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I don't want
2: to go back there.
0: Or, Uh, or (laughs) the end all be all. And this is
1: your team, Chris, when dad,
0: when the Packers blew it, sorry, Aaron, against the Seahawks. And I was like, Dad, yeah. I have to interview Pete Carroll and they're gonna lose. And you're like, it's not over yet. And then you were so upset and I was like, Dad, I have to interview Russell. Help me, help me. And you're like not <laughs> typing fast enough because you were so pissed about the Packers. Oh uh, yeah.
1: yeah, tell us yeah. that's so
0: fun.
2: Well, you know, the the whole routine starts well before the game even starts. Generally, you know, we're talking on the phone or texting each other well before she leaves the hotel and and um, the, as she's on her way to the stadium or, or whatever. And hey, I, I'm a sports fan, you know? I just like to hear the inside scoop on what's going on. Of course, Erin, you know, she's, she, she has some really juicy stuff and, and she goes, no, you can't tell anybody. So, <laughs> like, yeah, I you can't tell anybody. You know, I'm like, oh, dad, so-and-so so is hurt and
0: you can't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, she was telling me about, well, I
0: can't hey. mention his Ugh. name, but you know, yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: the process starts actually probably when you go to the, well, of course, this year was different with the pandemic, but when Erin shows up, you know, uh, at coaches' meetings or when she shows up at the stadium a uh, day before or practice facility, and, you know, she starts telling me a little bit about what went down and who's hurt and, you know, what kind of a mood this guy is in or, what a jerk that person might be. <laughs> and uh, so I, you know, I, I kind of retain this and then you know we, we just kind of have a conversation throughout the weekend. And as the the game progresses, I think the one the one game that stands out to me is is uh, the Giants were playing and Eli had thrown an interception. You remember this one, Boo? Um they thrown an interception in late in the fourth quarter and Fox showed a shot. Of Eli on the sideline and he was biting his lip. He was really tense. And I sent Aaron a text about you. Oh, because I can't see that.
0: I can't see what's on TV, by the way. So my dad's telling me I saw this. Yeah. I saw this.
2: I saw I saw Eli, you know, biting his lip, really upset, very tense as the other team was marching down the field. Now the Giants stopped them and they actually won the game. But I, I sent Aaron a text and I said, you have got to ask Eli about the interception and how he was on the side, what he was thinking on the side. Thanks, sideline. Dad. And and she's like, why? And, you know, I, I there was no shot, there was no mention. And I said, well, I just saw the shot of him, and he was really, really uptight. And so she went with it, and she did it, and it turned out to be a really good answer. I forgot it. Is, well, you know, what he said off the top of my head here because it was a few years ago, but. That's kind of what I do. I I kind of look to see if there's anything that maybe a a shot of something that that maybe Joe and Troy don't mention. And I try and get it to her. But, uh, you know, during a game, I'll sometimes text her my emotional response to a play. Like, (laughs) Um, You know, she wasn't doing the lightning game last night when they were playing the uh, the Islanders in, in game two. But man, we're retexting back and forth, you know, and that's kind of how we do it on game day. Um, You know, I, when, uh, who was it, Braden Point was called for a penalty, you know, when he was cross-checked into the goalie, I just went like, this is bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, this is just absolute BS, you know, and, and, uh. Sometimes she gets those and she'll write back and she go, dad, I can't ask that.
1: You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, we but should used to have
0: so, doozies for me for Mike McCarthy, dad, in the defense. You used to have doozies for me. I'm like, dad, I can't ask him that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, we yeah. should mention to our audience, Steve, uh, you know, your illustrious background in broadcasting. Yeah. And how many years, how many years were you before you recently retired? Were you um, an anchor at your station?
2: Yeah, this particular station, I, I worked in Tampa for 35 years. Wow. Um, prior to that, I was an anchor reporter in San Antonio, Texas. And prior to that, I was an anchor reporter in Portland, Maine. Amazing. Um, so, I, you know, I, I'd say, and prior to that, I was in uh, radio for 10 years. So you're not talking any spring chicken here.
1: I was you're just, Steve, right. you you look 42. <laughs> I don't know when you had time to do all these jobs, but broadcasting is in your guys' blood. So I can only imagine how proud you are of your daughter. We'll talk about her like she's not sitting here. Do you have, and I know there's a lot of them, do you have a proudest moment of hers to date, Steve?
2: So many, um, you know. From a personal standpoint, from a professional standpoint, um, listen, you know, Game 6 of the, uh, what was it, 2013 um, World Series, Red Sox and St. Louis Cardinals. Um, Yeah. You know, I'm a big Red Sox fan. And, um, you know, Erin was covering the game for Fox. And after the game, she's, she's up on the scoreboard. She's up on the Megatron, whatever they call it at Fenway asking questions of these guys who just won the world (laughs) series and it's like wow you know this is just this (laughs) is just the dream come true it's just amazing
0: and then what happened well we'll get to that what actually what happened after that dad what did we do right after that
2: well we went to the green
0: monster and we took pictures with mom but then what did we do we went down
2: we went down on the field then we went into the dressing room right we're back into the clubhouse area and uh, Big Poppy came out with champagne, and he's
0: <laughs> spraying over everybody. <laughs> I'm like,
3: Dad, this
0: is awesome. But it Dad, this cool. is one of the questions we were going to ask you. I'm going to answer it for you. And and if this isn't the one, you can say it. But favorite celeb athlete you've gotten to meet because of my connections. And if it's not the same one, you can still say it. Who oh, wasn't who you?
2: Tell me who it is. Well, I, oh, I no, just I will. Think, uh, okay. I, I know who it is. I mean who? Um, Big Poppy.
0: Yeah. Wow. Tell the yeah. story. I
2: mean, uh, you know, generally listen, I'm a news guy and, and I or a retired news guy and, and I, you know, I'm used to interviewing or meeting people who are, you know, on a on a national stage or whatever and, and you know it's it's they are who they are. Um so uh, and, and generally, like when I meet people, it's, you know, it's like, Hey, how are you? Nice to meet you. You know, um, thank you for being so kind to Aaron and helping her out. And and that day, I think, uh, was that the day that I met Francona and Verte? Tim
0: Wakefield and Pedroia.
2: And, And each of them were so, you know, hospitable and kind. And they were all telling me what a great job she did. And, how they really have great respect for her. And, and and you know, I'm very proud and thanked them and told them what a great job they were doing. And then she calls me over and she goes, hey, come here a minute. So I go, Big Papa's standing there. And he, Aaron introduces, you know, Big Papa, is my dad. And he goes, Papa! And he gives me this big hug. And, oh, and picks and him I, up
0: off the ground.
2: No. Yeah, pick, pick me up, no. give me a hug. <laughs> got a big a big poppy bear hunt amazing and i just stood there going uh, uh, uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you said nice to meet anything. you mr poppy <laughs> <laughs> Did
2: I say that? I, I don't remember. I, I don't think I remember getting anything
1: out, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. One of the many moments, but I can only imagine as a parent, right? You've watched your daughter grow up to live out her dream and then have it coincide with your affinity for not only sports, but but your team in the Red Sox and even for the Packers. I mean, all the times that you've seen her at Lambeau. And didn't you guys go to Lambo together? Wasn't there uh, a special yeah, a couple trip? Yeah. times? We've- yeah, been there twice,
2: right? Um, yep,
1: and yeah, well, one not so great, down. but they both Cowboys, were great. Yeah, the
2: second time wasn't great, but um,
0: I um, I was yeah. sick and I wasn't telling anybody, and so my dad and Jarrett flew to like be by my side because I just had surgery. So, you just had but surgery, but, yeah. but you, and we almost got you to meet Brett Favre. So close almost. that was the he game. It was in the Damn. booth with Joe
2: and Troy, and
0: and uh,
2: ah! I just I, I it was I, it was Brett Favre day.
0: Right? Yes, okay. that's they, why they I wasn't going to miss them. it. There's no yeah. freaking way I was going to miss it. Yeah, and uh,
2: he was in with, like I said, Troy and, and Joe and, and, you know, chatting up and, uh, you know, doing some commentary. And and then uh, as he was leaving, I, I just kind of stood there and watched them. I, I, I didn't want to, you know, act like a, a silly fan and go,
1: <gasps> Mr. Farb, can <laughs> I get your autograph?
2: <laughs> so I, I just kind of watched them go. Kind
1: of went out. Aw. Well, my next question, Steve, is for your daughter. Erin, what is the best advice yeah. that your father has ever given you?
0: Fuck him. Um, no, no, no. He's... <laughs> God, that's good. That's... <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, there's so much. And a lot of it early in my career because that was the beginning of social media and these stupid message boards was just like... Yeah. Listen, you know, on my ass. And I and and I wish I hadn't cared as much, but I think we all did. And and yes, that was that was a word that my dad, you know, used a lot with me in terms of like, let it go. Who cares? You know, I remember crying to you when I was well, a lot yesterday. Um, no, when <laughs> I was with Turner and I just kind of said I was a fraud and I didn't I didn't know what I was doing and I felt like you were Roxanne, like I, you know, you were kind of helping me with things to say. And you were like, look, I'm helping you get started, but you are ready to take this on your own. And I don't know, you just, that was the biggest thing for me. You really pushed me. You pushed me out of the house, dad. No, you you pushed me out the door to go, <laughs> to go national, to, to take that, that Turner job, even though I probably wasn't ready, mm-hmm. but like, you mm-hmm. knew I was going to work hard and I was going to nail it, but sure. you were great about helping me with it. But it was a, it was a hard one to do for me.
2: Sure. You know, in the beginning, when Aaron started with the lightning, a couple of things that that I remember most. were Well, after the first game, you know, again, social media was just starting up and, uh, you know, some idiots were going, oh, well, you know, she needs a nose job or she needs, uh, she's too nasally and all that. and, And Aaron was reading this stuff and she was very upset. And I just looked at her and said, listen, if you're going to be in this business, you better have thick skin because this will drive you right out. If it, mm. it, if it bothers you, you know, you're done. Yeah. Um, and then
1: Great during advice. the season,
2: what was the, the most fun for me was I, I watched every game she did and recorded, it, you know, like on our old VHS machine. And then when she came home from the road trip, no matter what time she came in, generally it was three or four in the morning, you know. Um, when the plane got and she got home on her bed was the tape, the time codes that she needed to go to, and a critique of everything she did and how she, what she did right, how how she could improve. I, I tried not to be critical and said, "Boy, you really blew this." But and <laughs> I, I don't think I did. I just said, "I think you can, you could do, you could have said this, or you could have said that." So I, I was fortunate to be able to help her, and I I, I do hope that. That I didn't butt in too much there, kiddo.
0: Dad, stop it.
1: <laughs> that is so special. I mean, what
0: am I asking you now? Like right before sit downs with Tom, or like it, or like Chris has said, like at Lambo. Like, what do I ask Aaron here? What do I do? I mean, come on, give me a break. You're like mm-hmm. the producer that you're the blood producer. You know, I've I've always wanted. No, it, it's perfect. I love this question, Dad. And I don't know what you're going to say here because I'm trying to think. What's the one event I've covered that you wished you could be at? You came to the well, Red I was to say the
2: championship game last year, but since they lost them, here's how glad I wasn't there. Um, you know, there would have been a another big powder on the field, but um,
0: <laughs> Dad, so good. I mean, I love Aaron Rodgers.
1: I think Scoreboard, he's please. one of the
2: best quarterbacks that ever played the game, and I truly hope that he remains a Green Bay Packer. Um,
0: so do I. We have six of their games.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the first game is, is you know. If, he, if he's oh, not yeah. there, <laughs> Yeah. Anyway,
1: but. Um, Aloha. I, I, Sorry, you know, Devontae. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Um, you know,
2: listen, um, she, I, I could say the Game 7 Stanley Cup finals of the, you know, Lightning and Calgary Flames, but. You were there, she baby. Was working, yeah, she was <laughs> working for ESPN. I didn't expect to go. And she called and said, hey, the. I don't know who it was at ESPN said they had two tickets. Mark Shapiro.
0: Love you. you.
2: Okay. Yeah. If, if you want to, if your family wants to go, we got a couple of tickets. So she, she called me at work. Cause she told me that. And she said, I don't know if you want to go or not, but, and she said, so what time do you want me there? You know, <laughs> I love it. But so I, I, I didn't get a chance to really watch her do the game, but, um, you know, afterwards we, I sat down and watched it several times. So,
0: do you know, remember probably, what color sweater um, I was wearing for game seven of the Stanley Green, Cup Finals? Right. Green? You helped me go pick it out. And Taylor. Me does. Mom. We went to Ann Taylor. That right? Wait, Dad, how about when I lost my voice? Remember, I was at game five. I got I wore my voice out and you took yeah. me to urgent care to get a steroid shot in my ass, and I was crying so <laughs> hard. I was like, I want to work the Stanley Cup Finals, please yeah. help me. Well, the
2: one thing about- and you were
0: making me ginger tea. <laughs> Yeah,
2: oh. these, these Andrews broadcasters is that our voices are sensitive, you know. And uh, Aaron, of course, doing the, the Stanley Cup playoffs that year, you you know, you're in the middle of a crowd, as you know, Krista, and and you have to speak louder, you have to project, and and it's a strain on the voice. And she has the same sinus issues as I do, and, and we have a lot you know, of phlegm have, in our family. Yeah, and you know, it takes a toll on the voice and the throat, and. She sounded kinda of like I do right now, a raspy voice. Stop. And uh, we uh got her to an urgent care clinic because an ENT that, that I had gone to had uh, you know, because I had the same problems when, as in broadcasting, he he said, Anytime you need one of these, come on in, we'll get you one and, and he gave me a steroid shot and uh it, it helped clear things up,
0: you know, reduce
2: the swelling, that type of thing in the
0: throat. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> Hey! Hey! Speaking of swelling, can this be our final one before we get Scott on the phone? Hey, Dad, what's your best memory of Carissa at my wedding? Oh, God! Oh. Her falling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was going to say, um,
1: Chris, I haven't seen you since the wedding. <laughs> well, I have. I, I still have a hangover from that wedding, so there we are. That was five years before. Dad, you set go. the scene of her eating shit at my wedding. What was it? What you know, it was such do? a fun wedding, I mean.
2: It was. It was cold. It was cold at night. And, Ask um, Larry. Where's the blanket? I went
1: outside
2: because, yeah, we were, yeah we, were, we were outside. There was a fire outside. Now, inside it was warm. And outside, you know, I went out to get some air. My brother, my older brother, was there. And it was cold. It was in the 30s that night, wasn't it? Yeah. And... We were both she dips you know, down. blankets around us, sitting by a fire like a couple of old guys. And uh, Carissa, I love you. And she bounced out and, you know, effervescent as always. And she's, she's like, hey, how the are room. you? And she went to sit down. on um, Was in an ottoman of some sort? Boom, boom. Right?
1: <laughs> My middle name <laughs> and, is not Grace. You know what?
2: You uh, didn't miss a beat. You know, you hit the Ottoman, you hit the ground, and you kept on talking and, and <laughs> like it never happened. You're up on the Ottoman, we're just carrying on a conversation like
1: it never happens. So. Oh my God. Hey, call me Carrie Strong. You, the, you know, got to bounce I'm back, Steve. I call you the
2: ultimate pro. N-
1: thank the you. Next play pro. mentality. I appreciate the endorsement, and I apologize. <laughs> I'm sure I'm an embarrassment to my father, but at least it brings humor. I mean, what, what do you want from me? It was a great wedding. You know, you know, I was enjoying it.
2: I will tell you both. I mean, I, I think, Chris, I sent you texts after I watched you do your thing on Fox and Aww. just told you that I think you're just so good. <laughs> and you did such a, a, a great job. And I have a lot of admiration for you as well as your partner here. Mm. You know, I, I think you're both terrific. You're at the top of your field. And uh, you know what? You should be because you deserve it you both work your butts
1: off. Oh, Steve, thank you. That means so much coming from you for a number of different reasons, but thank you. And that like makes me tear up. Um, You know, I always uh, say that children are a, you know, reflection of a parent's work. So you did a good job, Steve. You did a good job. So, well,
2: you know what? I thank you for that, but I have to give a lot of credit to a mom Yeah, um, because she was, she was here a lot more than I was. And, and, uh, but I, I'm very proud of Aaron and and actually Kendra too and and you know but knowing what it's like in the broadcast field and I was talking with this gentleman today that that anchored the, the news with me in in Tampa you know we were talking about how brutal the business is and how people lose their jobs in a heartbeat and you guys you guys have seen it you know it and yeah you've just risen to the top so
0: mm. the best of the best so sweet. Love you, daddy. You're the sweetest. Sweet. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, Thank you.
1: for Steve, do you mind staying on? Do, we, do you mind if we just bring my dad and you guys can? I don't you guys have never met. Just say a quick hello. And oh, my then, God. Sure. Yes. Is, is that OK? okay.
2: Our hardest time. Sure.
1: Is yeah. that? Uh, yeah, we won't take Absolutely. up too much of your time. But I, um, I was
0: going to make you tell this story while Scott's coming on about don't say the word that I said about John Lennon, because that's very disrespectful. And I was an asshole, ignorant kid. But I was telling the story about having soap in my mouth. And I didn't, you put soap in my mouth after I was really rude about John Lennon and I just let the spit fall down. And you remember what you did after that? Maybe I made a comment about somebody else. I don't, maybe it wasn't him. I think it was somebody else, but whatever. If it was, I'm sorry, dad, that was rude. But you remember what you did? No. You took the soap and you scraped it on my front teeth. Oh. You don't remember that move? What a move. Hey, Dad, I told the story, and I know you listened to the podcast of driving us by juvenile detention. Yeah. That
1: is amazing. It worked.
2: I think it scared the hell out of me when I said, you know, you're going to have to go to the bathroom in front of people.
1: Yeah, (laughs) totally did. daddy Oh, we're ready for you to jump on.
0: Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge and the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas,
1: maybe even Thanksgiving. And... learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan like a good neighbor state farm is there prices are based on rating plans that vary by state coverage options are selected by the customer availability amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state
3: from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought
2: in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board
3: This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts.
0: If you dare. Hey, it's Aaron Andrews here for Pro Plan Sport. Advanced nutrition for active dogs like ours. I love getting active with my golden retriever, Howie. And whether we're headed out on a hike or simply taking our daily run together, I count on him to keep up with me every step of the way. That's where Pro Plan Sport comes in. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on a run, start your journey off right with the high performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport, discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com.
1: Oh, here he is. Jeez, okay. Scotty. My there he is. Is. Yeah. Look at this guy straight Aww. off the links. God, what a sex symbol. Look at this guy. Dad, can you hear? <laughs> Dad.
3: The geriatric ward.
1: You're ridiculous. Dad, meet Steve.
2: Hi, Steve. Hey, Scott. How are you? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. you know, I mean, Rice Rev is the guy who used to coach the Falcons, uh, you know.
0: Dan Quinn. Oh, Dan him. Quinn. Yeah, looks
2: just like yeah. him. Another Northwest that's, guy. That's a compliment. That's a, that's a compliment. Oh, thank you. <laughs>
1: You, you used to get Bill power when Scott. you had a, a thick mustache, remember? Yeah, I had hair. <laughs> <laughs> or that I was going to let you, you say was it. A
3: long time ago. Me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys look. You guys look great. Anyways, thank you guys for doing this for us. We just love you so much. We would, you know, not have a Father's Day show. Well, we wouldn't have life without you. So we'll start with that. But also, we just True. wanted to have you guys say hello mm-hmm. and be on this. And we just love you guys both so much. Yeah.
3: Well, we both, I'm sure, are quite proud of our daughters. The 05, 04
1: girls. (laughs) That's
2: right. Dad, we're the same birthday. And Scott, let me just say real quick that I just can't tell you how impressed I am with Carissa as a, not only a professional, but as a person. She's just really sweet. She's been really sweet to Erin and uh, and our family. And we love her. And uh, I know the rest of the country does too, because she does such a great job. And, you know, you can tell she's genuine. And uh, I I think she's done a great job and and you should be very, very proud of
3: her. Well, we we are proud of her and her mom did a great job with her. So
1: I'll give her
3: mom all the credit.
1: You guys, by the way, you (laughs) both did the same thing. You both gave your wives the credit for raising us. There you go. You guys are, I mean, classic.
0: Yeah.
1: I love it. Daddy, I love you so
0: much. (laughs) Thank you for getting on this and doing this with us.
1: Very
3: welcome. Very welcome. Okay. Anything we Um, can do to ever help
0: you're the sweetest okay. so dad all you're gonna do is press the scott not you because we just put my dad through it the q a the hang up and then yep. i'll call you later i'm i'm going out tonight but i'll call you okay
2: you guys take care scott nice meeting you
1: daddy i love you
2: love you too take care nice to meet you steve you too scott
3: be well
1: bye daddy bye-bye oh so sweet dad how was your golf lesson it was good yeah uh,
3: we're, we're taking me back to i said uh, start me over like I'm a 10 year old boy. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, you know, when you, when you, when you start golf at 30 years old, you look for quick results, right? And so you take shortcuts to try to find those results. Uh, but you end up being very inconsistent because you have no foundation, no fundamentals like you do when you start sports, when you're seven, eight years old and you learn the fundamentals wow. and then because of those shortcuts, you so inconsistent, and then you get frustrated. But you're never going to be consistent because you don't have any fundamentals. So I said, start me over like I'm 10 years old. Let's go with the fundamentals. And then we'll, I got nothing but time. So let's see if we can start all over. So here.
1: you're at the putt-putt course is what you're telling us. You're starting way back there. <laughs> huh?
3: I'm starting off with a good, a good instructor and, uh, and then trying not to get hung up on the results. Oh, I- which is, you know, where our egos get in the way at this age because we want results but uh, I, I, I'm willing to do the process.
1: I love it. Well, I, the, process. I, the process. I love it. Dad, my dad's all about the process. I'll just skip to the first question. The best advice my dad g- ever gave me, Aaron, was plan yep. your I work hear it. and work your plan. Uh, growing up, we had these rules for success. It was on our wall. My dad wrote down all these different quotes of things we should do in our life in order to be successful or hope. To be successful. And one of them on there was plan your work and work your plan. So I s- try to still adhere to that. But dad, you know, I, I talk about you all the time, which Erin, you know, speaks of her dad the same way. And we have such a respect and love for you guys that we would have been remiss to not have you guys on um, as it is Father's Day. So happy early Father's Day to you. Happy but I Father's wanted to Day, yeah, we wanted to um, We we asked Steve a couple of these questions. So we want to just go through them. Erin, you want to fire the first question at at Scotty here? Yeah, I love the advice one. You answered that. But I
0: just want to know about the first time you watched Carissa on television kind of do her thing. And, And I don't mean those car commercials that we'll get to in just a moment. But just your memory of seeing her... I mean, my dad was just talking about what a fan he is of her watching her and just really hold it down. And, you know, she, she is like a quarterback out there. She's telling people when to go and not to go. And, uh, yeah. What's your first memory of it?
3: My first memory was she was on best damn sports show. And that had been a show that I had watched for many years prior to her going on this, this, with the group. And so When all of a sudden she was there in the TV, I looked over to the couch to the right of me because that's where she would have been in the living room as a kid growing up while I was watching Best Damn. But now she wasn't on the couch. She was in the TV set, which was very unusual. And then as a dad, you sit there and you're quite proud that, you know, that they're having some success and they're getting their opportunity to follow their dream. But at the same token time, I, I tried to be somewhat honest about how good is she at this. And, uh, I, I came away after a week of it going, she, she can hold her own with these people. She's not intimidated. And so she, she, she's going to do well at this.
0: That's awesome. Do you remember anything she said during that show or anything that, I mean, stuck out besides, you know, wanting to see if she could handle it or any little moment she had?
3: No, I, I, I think, um, one of the shows was Jesse Jackson came on and I thought that she might become a little intimidated and she just fired right back with some, some, questions right at him. And so I, I recognized then that the, the moment or the, the person wasn't going to be too big for her. Yeah, She was comfortable and was going to be on her own. So I, I, I was proud of her for that. Cause at the end of the day, they're all, we're all just people.
1: <laughs> Amen. No kidding. Um, You know, dad, I, I, I have said this and I say this lovingly that you were tough on us growing up. It's something I now appreciate because I feel like i M tough. And Steve was mentioning, too, you know, his incredible broadcasting career that spans what fifty plus years um, and so much experience that he has in this industry and telling Aaron early on when there's a lot of pundits and a lot of people that say mean things to her and I, especially at the beginning when we were going through this uh, broadcasting thing. and and his advice was to have tough skin. Um, I definitely know that that's how you raised us. Is it difficult for you and watching some of the things that I've went through personally or professionally to as a parent to sit back and support, but also understand that you can't, you know, jump through the computer and fire back at these bullies?
3: Well, I I don't worry about that. There's always going to be the haters out there in the world um i've had a philosophy if you want to take credit for the sunshine you got to take responsibility for the rain and if you guys are going to be out there in that sunshine and have a lot of nice things come your way because of who you are and what you do then you got to expect some of the bad stuff that comes with it every profession has both and so it's just yours is a little different and a little more personal a little more out there which just means uh you got to be a little bit more cautious um And and recognize that um, you're kind of always on stage, even when you're not.
0: Do you have a game or maybe, you know, a sit down interview she's done or maybe even an event she's covered or, you know, hosted or something where you sat back, you just had a good chuckle and you're like, damn, she's she's made it.
3: Uh, My favorite was she was doing a show called The Toughest Cowboy (laughs) and she was doing the rodeo following these these rodeo guys would do multiple events. And she's inter- interviewing this one gentleman. He was quite uh, pleased with himself and, and what he had accomplished. Hey. And and he was just beaming on stage because he thought he had won. And as he was talking about how great he was and how he knew he was going to come through, she had to break the news to him that, you know, you lost. <laughs> and his face became so sober. And he looked over and he goes, what, I lost? <laughs> and I, I, I loved that moment where a person he just thought he was the cat's meow and it all turned (laughs) back on him. She she had to be the one to break the news to him.
1: That's awesome. That's so funny that that's what you remember. Steve remembers when Aaron was working the World Series and I was on the (laughs) jumbotron. You remember Toughest Cowboy. That's amazing. It's so good. All of it. Um, Dad, one of the stories that I've told on this podcast, and again, it's all said lovingly because you know how much I appreciate the way you raised me. But, you know, there's consequences for your actions. And as a kid... When, you know, Tyson and I were fighting, Tyson's my brother, and I were fighting. You went to go running, and you said, if I come back from running and you guys are still fighting, you're going to get it. And I got it, and I peed through the, the Halloween costume, and I had to change into... Do you
0: into- remember that, Mr. Thompson? Do you remember her peeing her pants after that?
3: I remember after she had peed her pants, oh. and <laughs> later we, we took her to to trick-or-treating, and she yeah. Costume wise, she didn't have it anymore because it was uh, ruined. And uh, she says, "So what am I supposed to be now? You know, well, what am I now? I said, when you get to the door, just tell people you're in trouble. <laughs> so uh, that's that's what she got to go as that night in trouble.
1: It's the best, one of the best stories. I was very traumatized at the time, but now in retrospect, it's actually very, very funny. You know, Dad, I mentioned the best advice that you've given me. As I've gotten older, I find myself using your advice daily. And now- even our time when we go to the masters or any time that we're out doing stuff together, I often hear, you know, people ask you for advice on different things and you just get into conversation. And I have been lucky enough to get a lot of advice from you, but what is something maybe for our listeners or our viewers, since there are both that you would say is a good tool to put in your toolbox is what we like to call your advice. What's a piece of advice you can give people and it can be about anything that you think is, is applicable across the board.
3: Well, I, I guess for all, it's, you know, I'm at a different age now, coming towards the the, the twilight of of this.
1: So lifetime, dramatic! You're
3: 63, one. but
0: uh, yeah, you look great.
3: But but I, I guess I, I I would remind everybody, nobody gets out of this thing alive. They don't have luggage racks on hearse. Nobody takes any of this with them. It's just all bunch of superficial stuff. So the real thing that you're going to leave behind when when this is all done is who were you as a person? How were you remembered? And did you make the, the, the place a, a better positive place because you were here on the world and, and, and you were in people's lives? And so that's what you should be shooting for. That's what I was shooting for to, to make the people around me better. I think that's mm-hmm. was the coach in me was uh, maybe not always being liked, but always making sure I was consistent and they could count on that consistency. And they also knew they could count on me to help them on whatever they needed. And so I guess that's kind of been my philosophy uh, on my journey.
1: I love it. So good. It's it's I real- want the
0: athlete story. Is there one? Does your dad have one like mine? My my dad, we asked um just an athlete that maybe just kind of was like a holy crap moment you've met because of your daughter's connections.
3: Meeting wise, I I've enjoyed on the set Terry Bradshaw was somebody who when I was in junior high yeah. and high school was was right in the prime of his career. So cool. So as and I was a quarterback, so yeah. I could relate to that. And then one night, uh, I got a phone call, and a gentleman on the other end of the line said, uh, who's your favorite basketball player? And I, I'm like, you know, you just said hello, and person says, who's your favorite basketball player in the NBA of all time? And you're like, well, first of all, who is this, you know? And the person doesn't <laughs> answer. Just please ask, answer the question. So I go, well, it's Dr. J. And it was Julius serving on the other end of the phone.
1: Whoa. Chris, uh,
3: um let him know that he was my favorite player. And so he said, well, let's call your dad. And Aww. so I answered the question right. And I thank God for that.
1: <laughs> How awkward would that have been if you said someone else?
3: Well, I'm consistent. So I think you counted on that. I love <laughs> it.
1: Dad, you're newly retired. Yes. What are we in, like three weeks or a month?
3: Uh, no, I'm just starting the second month, about six weeks into the thing. It's the best summer vacation ever. <laughs> best summer vacation. The eternal <laughs> summer vacation. I yeah. love it.
1: Well, I know you're taking guitar lessons, which is exciting.
3: Guitar lessons, uh, water pay- uh, watercolor yeah. painting lessons, and I just finished my golf lessons. So I'm working on three Aww. different things right now. And then um, after I get those kind of settled in a little bit more, then I'm going to start working on uh, a couple uh, writing projects I've got. I love it. Yeah, my, for me, retirement was, uh, was when somebody asked me, what are you going to do in retirement? I said, all of us have a thing where we look back and say, if I had it to do over again, I would have done learned to play the piano, learned to play the guitar, or had done certain things. And so I'm looking at my retirement years as an opportunity to go back and touch all of those things that I would have done over because I don't have to be good at it. I don't have to make a living at it. So mm-hmm. I get to do it just for the fun of doing it and, and seeing what that's like. So experiencing that.
1: What doesn't this guy do? I mean, the, what a dream. This guy, this guy who refers to us as the 5-4 girls, he always does that, refers to us um, yeah, by our birthdays dates because so um, it is unique that we share a birthday. But dad... <laughs> You know, you've uh, been a passenger in Aaron and I's friendship for a decade plus and and known, you know, so our relationship and and how it's grown. You are somebody that is very loyal and somebody that takes friendship seriously. What advice do you have for us before we let you go on friendship?
3: Aww. Um, you got to work at it. And you you. You've got to make that decision whether they're foxhole people if they're foxhole people mm-hmm. they're in there with you they're good or bad indifferent whatever even if they're having a bad even if they've told you to go after yourself and you're not my friend anymore you still hang right in there because they they might just be going through a phase um where they need a little space and they need to know that you got their back no matter even good times and bad times so i think that's the most consistent thing you can do in a friendship is be consistent and let them know I'm always here for you, good or bad. And, and it's, if they're truly a foxhole person or a family member, which I, you know, we get to pick our friends, which is even better than our family. <laughs> um, then no, then, then then go with that on the journey for the rest of your life. Yeah. And uh, and at the end of that thing, that'll be something that you'll be very proud of at the end. My, my best friend is still my best friend from five years old. Yep.
1: Right. <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. Well, I would pick you to be a friend and family. Thank you for being a yeah. great dad. Um, you know, you always had an expression growing up. It's not my job to be your friend. But if I do my job at 18, when you become an adult, then you can decide if you want to be friends. So um, I'm 20 years past 18. And every single day I consider you a friend, but first a father and, and just appreciate you always being there for me. And I just love you. And I am so impressed that you got on this computer with yeah, no issues you crushed it. because this is not a tech family and everyone on this podcast can attest. Kurt is our engineer and deals with my nonsense that I can never get on. We got a Wi-Fi issue. So kudos to you for getting on and we appreciate you and love you so much. You knocked it out of the park.
3: Well, thank you for having me. And, uh, it's a very, uh, I'm quite proud of both you girls. So keep it up.
1: Thanks, Dad.
0: Oh, these dads are like making me tear up. I know. love you so much. <laughs> we love you, Dad. Happy Father's Day! Come you know on what... the sidelines this year for a Seattle game when I come.
1: There we go. I finally, you can be there. Okay, you go, Dad. I will
3: make. I will make a point of that, Erin.
1: No, you have to take her up on that offer. Now that you can get in the stadium. Yep. Oh my God. I will. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Done and done. I love you, Dad. I'll call you later.
3: Okay, love you too. Bye. Bye-bye. You. Nice there Bye. Bye. Nice talking with you, Bye.
1: Bye. Calm Down with Erin and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling.
1: Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state.
3: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
0: is going on a road trip. I thought
2: in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
3: This is Uncanny USA.
1: Hey, Carissa Thompson here for ProPlan Sport, advanced nutrition for active dogs like ours. I love getting active with my dogs, Willis and Daisy. So whether we're on one of our daily runs together or exploring down at my ranch, I count on them to keep up with me. That's where ProPlan Sport comes in. ProPlan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on a run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dogs need to keep pushing you every step of the way. Proplan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at proplansport.com.